Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. I am your unqualified, unwell, slightly deranged, very delusional host, Lily. Welcome. Good to see you again. I'm glad you turned back up. And if this is your first time joining us, buckle up. Okay, buckle up. When I tell you I'm so incredibly, I need to go to the doctor. I need to go to the doctor, except the doctor will take one look at me and be like, I can't help you because my problem is men. <laughs> There's unfortunately not a pill you can take for that. There's no antibiotic. They are so... I'm going to give you a little bit of the backstory, but when I tell you, when I tell you I am at the end of my rope, I am at the end of my tether, Okay. I am single, okay? I was in a relationship this year. It was a very bad life choice. If the person who I was in the relationship with who I suspect is listening to these podcasts, you can just stop. You can leave me alone now. Go away. Go away. You don't want to speak to me. Therefore, you don't need to be listening to me. And yes, every single time you look at my TikTok account, it sends me a notification I've got you on watch, buddy. I'm in the know. Go away. Anyway, so he just completely and utterly destroyed my my soul this year. And um, I am a good person. <laughs> I try to be. And when I tell you that me caring about him is a big mistake, it is. Because he doesn't care about me. In fact, you could say he actually is a con man. I think, I, I think we could say that. He's a con man. He he conned me. He conned me. But that's, yeah, because he lied. Like he told me he was in love with me and he wasn't. He told me all these things. Oh my God. I. Sorry, the cat was doing something questionable. He told me he cared about me. That was a lie. He told me all these things and I found out it was a lie. So when I say this week has been a doozy, I'll start, I'll start with the fact that I decided after, obviously, this this interlude with this man that has been a 10 month saga is probably coming to an end because we found out he was a con man the whole time. We're going to call him Colin the con man. After we discovered Colin was a con man, which is very unfortunate. And at one point I should probably like deal with it, but I can't, I'm too busy. I then decided, you know what I'm going to do, especially because like this is part of my job, right? I am going to start dating again mainly for the hinge content. And if you follow me on TikTok, I hate saying that sentence, but it's just kind of like it is what it is. If you do, then you know that we do these lives where we set the age limit of hinge, like the people I'm looking for, to like an astronomically high age, like 65 and up. And it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Now, this is what I will say. I was doing that. And then obviously I was like, I don't want to date. I don't want to date a 65 year old though. Like, that's, that's a lot even for me. And I've dated older. So I went in, I changed it back down to like 31. I'm 29. I'm like, okay, that's fine. When I tell you men are just one big disappointment. And then I look at it. I'm like, are we to blame? Because like we helped raise them like as women. I'm like, who who can we blame for them? 
Because like someone did something wrong here. I believe just society is who we blame because it's not our fault. Women are great. I'm just saying I feel like society is definitely to blame for this one because how are there this many bad ones? And you can't even say this is a political statement or anything like that because I'm I'm simply stating this. As a woman, statistically, you kidnap more people. You kill more people. You do the other bad word to more people. What do you want from me? Men are statistically way more criminal and disgusting and disturbing than women. So I don't know. I, I just, I'm, this is not a men bashing podcast. Unfortunately, I'm straight. So I love men. Some of them. There's a very specific pool that's, that's an okay bunch. But when I tell you this week, I met a bad bunch I met the worst bunch I could possibly find in the given situation. Let's start off with the man I'm calling Vegan Man. And I kind of want to use his real name, but I've forgotten it. Hold on. What was his name? I can't remember it. I I can't remember it. Vegan Man and I matched on Hinge. We move off Hinge because we like, we, we, talked for a prolonged period of time like a week or something we moved off hinge I background checked him I know he didn't have a criminal history I was like it's fine and he after we're off hinge and texting he tells me he's a vegan I'm like okay yeah no big deal I don't care I'm not a vegan I would probably classify myself as a vegetarian I don't really eat meat I do eat fish And I, but not very often because I don't really think America has good seafood. I'm Australian, love seafood there, not so much here. And it's just, I love dairy and I'm, I'm sorry. I know maybe I shouldn't, but I do. I'm a very flawed human. This man, I said, oh, I'm, I'm a vegetarian for the most part. I hope that's not a problem that I'm not a vegan. When I tell you this was the wrong thing to say to this man, hold on, you would have thought I told this man I killed his mother. He decided this was his opportunity to then act as if I should, he gave me a documentary. He he gave me a documentary with absolutely no visuals, just all text. So he made me read a book about veganism and animal cruelty and all these things and that's all well and good but he was calling the people who did not participate in veganism very bad words very vile bad words and this is where it gets worse everyone this man is a therapist a therapist He's a therapist. A therapist. I was terrified. It made me never want to get a therapist again. I mean, especially not a male therapist. I was appalled. I was like, I'm sorry. What? So put together on the dating app. So put together. The one other red flag I will say. Here's a big red flag. Within... 20 minutes of moving off of Hinge. Do you know what he also did? He serenaded at me. He recorded songs, voice noted them to me of him singing and playing the guitar. And I said, you know, that's sociopathic, right? He goes, what? And I said, that's a sociopathic thing to do. Because you're not singing at me to make me feel good. You're 
you're trying to get something you want out of me by doing this. It's not romantic. That's one of the biggest misguided notions. This is sociopathic. So what's the, what's the, I said, what is your, I went all acting school on him. What did I say? I said, what is your subtext? What is your, what's your objective with this, uh, with this song? He's like, what? I was like, yeah, what's your objective here? Cause it's not to make me feel good with the song. Cause you're not singing Taylor Swift. And I told you that was my favorite song. If you wanted to make me feel good, you would sing my favorite song. You're singing your favorite song. So what's that about? What is that about? It was very sociopathic. So he serenaded at me. Then I said to him, and I also pointed out, I was like, you do this to how many other girls today? How many other girls have you done this to today? I was like, it makes it so pathetic. And I called him out on it. And he was like, no, what? It's just like a nice thing to do, sharing hobbies. I'm like, but you're not sharing it. You're doing it at me. You didn't even ask. You're you're doing it at me. And it was an eight-minute song. And it wasn't even all too well. It was ridiculous. I was like, if you're going to do it like a basically 10-minute song, do 10-minute version Taylor Swift's All Too Well. And I even sent it to him. As I'd learned this, that'll impress me. No. He straight up said no. I'm, I'm not like saying no. I'm saying like he straight up said no. Which was just fabulous. So he is a therapist. He is serenading at me. And now he is a vegan dictator. And I might get canceled for saying that. I don't really care. I'm telling you, he was. He was saying anyone who was not a vegan was, I mean, the wor- I, words I can't even pronounce. He was slurs. He, it, it was the most vile language I'd ever read. I was like, oh, you don't really need to take it to that level. Like, I totally understand that you care about animals. I do too. Here's Here's where I got him though. But you could just tell he was on one. You could just tell he was on one. And I was like, this is not a person who cares about animals. This is a person who cares about schooling other people. That's what this was about. It could have been about anything and he would have decided this. He, I said, I like chocolate. And so I said, I don't think I can become a vegan. But I am very aware of like how poorly animals are treated in like the poultry industry and the, the meat industry. Like I'm very aware of it. And that's hence why I actually don't eat meat. I don't eat eggs. I do eat chocolate and I do eat cheese so like yes I am still part of the problem but I try to buy ethically sourced things like I'm trying I'm actually a person who tries also if you're just not a person who tries to be fair no one has any right to attack you for that no one has any right so even if I wasn't he still had no right to attack me for that this man decided I was the spawn of Satan. And once a man has decided a woman is a spawn of Satan, there's no coming back from that. You're not about to be an archangel. Gabriel cannot help you. You're done. So what I then proceeded to do was try and reason with him. This was also another mistake. He wasn't open to this. And I said to him, because we would bonded over the fact that I just found a cat on the street. And he was like, oh, I have two cats. And I was like, oh, Okay, I have feelings on men who have cats. It takes a very certain situation for me to be like, okay, that's not, he's not a narcissist. That's okay. Because when they identify with cats, because cats are pretty narcissistic, um, then you have a problem. But if it is a more nurturing situation, you rescued them, you found them, you adopted it because your friend Larry was going to throw it in the trash. Like that's a normal way to develop a cat. If it was your friend's cat, if it was your childhood cat, when you go out and seek a cat as a grown man, I do wonder what's going on there. 
Um, and that's just my personal opinion. I, and nothing against cats. I think cats are great. Great. Honestly, I would like to be with a man who sees cats as a great animal. Um, probably won't find one, but you know, vegan crazy man was definitely an option for a moment. So he has two cats and he sends me pictures of them and he tells me about them. And this is where I've got him. I was like, what do your cats eat? Because they're not vegetarians. You know, even dry kibble is made of like meat. And so I said, what do your cats eat? There's no way they're vegetarian. They would die. He was like, I thought that, um, cats couldn't be on a vegetarian diet but I just saw an article the other day so I'm going to take the steps to make the change and I was like what this is there's no way you could take a a meat eating a raw meat eating cat to a vegetarian diet I was like I mean you're gonna have a especially if it was a girl cats you can have a mutiny on your hands all the best to you all the best to you. And I was like, oh, interesting. He goes, I sound, I feel like you're judging me. I'm like, no, I just, I want what's best for the cats. I care about animals. Flipped the script on this bitch completely. I was like, no, I just care about the animals. I really wish I could remember what his name was. Let's call him Max. I was like, no, Max, I just care about the animals. So I'm just, I'm concerned for them. He's like, you don't need to care about my animals. I was like, no, of course I do. (laughs) I care greatly for all animals, great and small. He was so annoyed. You could just tell. We then left the conversation. Um, He was Jewish and it was Yom Kippur. So we left the conversation because he had to go to like the, the, the meal where you break fast feast fast I don't know the right word I apologized but where you basically eat again after I was about to say after feasting after um oh my gosh why are words so hard why is I can't think of the right word I'm losing my mind after not eating (laughs) it's the feast they have after abstaining from food and I said, fasting, fasting. Oh my God, why was that so difficult? It's the meal they have after fasting. And he was like, I have to go to to Yom Kippur dinner with my family. And I was like, okay, great. I apologize if that's not what you call the, where you break fast. I apologize. I don't know the right word. And I was like, no, I know that's totally fine. And he was like, I'll be away from my phone. I was like, that's fine. Because at this point I was like, buddy, like you, you're good. You can go away from your phone forever as far as I'm concerned. And he even went on a rant. Then he was like, I have major problems with my family because obviously they eat like kosher meats and everything, right? And cheeses or what? Everything is kosher, but like it's still animal products. And he was like, I, I have major problems with them because of it. And I was like, okay, well, totally understandable. Like we all have issues with our families. And he was like, I'm sure you have many too. And I'm like, no, actually, sure. Like, okay, fine. We can do that one. Sure. And he was like, you don't. And I was like, aren't you going to the dinner? Like what, what's happening here? He leaves his phone and then 30 minutes later, I get a message going, don't worry, I'm not not messaging you. I'm just reminding you I'm at the dinner. And I'm like, I know it's been 30 minutes, Max. I'm aware. Then after I send that message and I go, no, I I know. That's literally what it said. He ghosted me for 48 hours. I never heard from him again. And obviously I don't care because he's clinically insane. And I said, that's that is a joke. All right. He's not actually insane. He might be actually, I don't know. We'd have to get him checked. I, and then after 48 hours of ghosting me, this man comes back in with the message like, 
that says this verbatim. We were doing so well. Max, we were. I haven't heard from you in two days. I, as far as I know, you're still at the dinner. Are you, what are you doing? You're still at Yom Kippur. You haven't spoken to me. I apologize if I pronounce that incorrectly. I genuinely do. I try. I try. I, I try. I try. I'll try harder. I promise. I promise. I promise. I was furious. I was like, are you joking me? So I took this opportunity to scold this 30 something. He was like 36. This 36 year old vegan therapist on communication. Allow me to recite you what I told this ding dong. Hold on. He said, we were doing so good. And I said, I know. Then you ghosted. He said, what? I thought you did. How, how could I have done it? How could I have ghosted it, sir? If, if I was the one who sent the last message, you ding dong. And he said, and then I said, I was the last person to message you. You never responded. And I said, I don't chase people. And then he goes, I didn't think you needed a response. (laughs) And I said, look, I think you're a sweet person, but I think the level of communication I need from someone isn't something you're able to give. And that's okay. I hope you find who you are looking for. Vegan and all, I wish you nothing but the best. Please take care of yourself. So it's a little patronizing, which is honestly what he deserved. And then he goes, we spoke for a few days straight. I don't understand, but I also understand do I? What's going on here? <laughs> That's what he said. Sorry, I'm not saying what's going on here. And I said, I'll happily clear it up for you. Plain and simple, based on our last communication, I need a human who can respond. Not someone who doesn't see the need and then leaves it for two days and then gaslights me into believing it's because of me. That's all. We are looking for different things. All the best. He never responded. <laughs> he thumbs up. <laughs> At least that basically says he agrees and I win. That's what I got from that. That was the start of the bad saga that was men this week. All I have to say is starting to date again is kind of like climbing Mount Everest without reading one book about it, without YouTubing it, without doing like a quick TikTok search, nothing. You're just raw dogging Mount Everest and then you get like 20 minutes in and you're like, oh, I got to turn back. But you're you're already like cut up, you're scarred, you're traumatized, like you, you, you found out like there's no oxygen at certain points, like you found out the worst of the worst. So you're like you're like deeply traumatized by your experiences and you have to just walk all the way back. And it is even worse on the walk back. Like, cause you're still running into obstacles. That's what dating is like when you go back to dating again. And everyone knows that dating again, period. And it's just, that's what dating again is like. Here's a fun fact. I started this, I've done this, obviously you, everyone has done the dating again, period before. And the last time I was doing this, I gave up got really bitter, was really against dating. And then I met the love of my life, like when I wasn't looking for him, like at all. So it's interesting. So I know, here's the thing. I know I'm not going to find anyone right now. If anything, I'm just distracting myself. If anything, I'm doing it for the plot. And I said in last week's episode, I might be doing it for dinner. I don't know. It's not implying they're going to pay. This is just me saying, like, I want to go to a dinner. Like, someone ask me to dinner. Someone take me to dinner, please. 
the hinge profiles are only getting worse. Like I know we talked about this last week, but they're, they're only getting worse. When I tell you every single man over the age of 32 has multiple people and they're all men in their first image that you see on their profile where you swipe left or right. How am I meant to know which one you are, Derek? How am I meant to know? Because you didn't, you didn't point it out. I personally like the guys who realize this problem. And these tend to be the ones under 35. And they'll put emojis over the faces of all the people they aren't. So you know who they are. But the, the, it's just like a series of emojis and then one human face. And it's hilarious. And honestly, I'm not mad at it. I'm really not that mad at that. You understand the point. Perfect. I don't know why you needed that picture, but you know, say la vie. Who cares? That doesn't matter to me. You understood the assignment. That's the main point. You're serious about this. I feel like it's the men who aren't serious about it, that their first picture on their profile that I have to look at, that I have to waste my time on, Todd, is a picture of you and seven of your least close friends. Because let's be fair, fair, Todd, you don't, you don't have that many close friends. This was the one time you went on a boat for your cousin Max's second anniversary bash. He doesn't want to be married to his wife, Trish, but he is. And that's the situation. And you went on a boat and that's, that's where it is. When Uncle Steve pays, you have to go. And that's what happened. And that's how you have that picture. And for whatever reason, you decided to put that on your dating app. Can you tell how I feel about multiple people in pictures? I will, I will never understand men who are putting pictures of them and other women. Namely, like if it's like you and a bunch of other women, okay, cool. That tells me that you have a bunch of women friends or you're an F boy. That's what that tells me, quite frankly. That's what I'm deducing from that because the point of you being on this app is to find a significant other or a girlfriend or something romantic or a one night stand, but it's to find a woman. If I'm looking at you as a find a woman, because that's what you put in as your preference. So I'm just a little confused how you thought a picture of you with another woman in what looks like a romantic session, like, um, situation. Wow. Words are really hard. <laughs> Is something we should be putting on our dating profile. Obviously when it's like a sister or something you always put like my sister, my family. And also it's usually pretty obvious when it's a family member, just the way they're standing. They're not doing that. Just to be clear, like no one's doing that anymore. It's always a picture of a man with just a very, you can tell this woman did not consent to be on this man's dating profile. I'm probably on a bunch of dudes dating profiles as that girl in that picture. I probably am like knowing how many pictures. Yes. A hundred percent. I may not actually have made the dating profiles because I tend to make very weird faces in photos. That's just a me thing. Anyway, I don't understand them. I don't understand why we're doing this. Men, if you're listening, which I doubt you are because I started this podcast off by saying you were all morons, but you need to stop doing that. I'll say this every single time. I need them to pay me so and I'll fix your dating profile. I will. I will make you irresistible to women. I will. No matter, based on what you're looking for, I'll make you find the women who also want the same thing. I'm very good at this. But for the love of all that exists, stop posting pictures like this. You're driving me insane. And everyone else insane. Like everyone else thinks this too. It's not just a me thing. I've also discovered something. Hot take. Everyone, this is hot news. So my friend took, I was with her this weekend. She took my phone and she is in a relationship and she was like, can I see what your hinge profile looks like? And honestly, old Lily would be like, no, I'm too self-conscious. This Lily feels like 
I will show it to anyone and anything. I do not care. Your dog wants to look at it. Let them lick the screen. Do not care. I gave her my phone and she was like, oh my gosh. She was like, can I swipe? This looks fun. I was like, go for it. Honestly, if I was in a relationship, I'd probably like want to take my friend's hinge profiles too and swipe. Like it's just, it, it, why not? Like that's fun. It doesn't mean anything. Sure. You're not looking for you. And I'm a big matchmaker. So honestly, I would want to do that. I'd be the friend who would set up a dating profile for you. And I would like find you dates. That's the type of friend I am. I, when I tell you, she was looking at it and she was like, wait, why haven't you gotten any likes? And she'd had my phone for like 45 minutes. What was funny is I took hers and I was scrolling TikTok and she took mine and she was on my dating app. And after 45 minutes, she was like, wait, why haven't you gotten any likes? Like I can't, I can't keep like pressing yes or no on the people who would like to you. And I was like, that's weird because usually that's like a pretty, like you can always keep swiping. And I'm not saying like I get a lot of likes. It's just like, I think I've accrued a lot and I haven't gone through them. And this is what had happened. She had decided to buy me the premium version of Hinge, which I quickly got rid of because we're not paying for that. I'm sorry, but who is paying for that? Hinge, you need to like work on your features. What am I getting? What more am I getting for paying you $15 a week? That's highway robbery. Give me some features at least. Give me like a background check feature. Give me something, something, anything. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she shows me. And I'm like, that's weird. And then she goes, but I signed you up for Hinge Plus. Did that erase them? And I was like, it shouldn't have. Basically, she had swiped. She had swiped through them all. And <laughs> once you have paid Hinge money, once they know you're desperate, they won't show your profile. I figured this out. I was like, let's put this to the test. I made another dummy account. Actually, it was an account that existed for a long time. I have two Hinge profiles, one that has nothing on it and one that does because I used one to do a video. And uh, I logged into it and I actually put my friend's picture up and going through it and it it gets likes. But like the, the profile is completely blank and it's like a very like ominous picture. Like you can't even tell that wasn't the proper word. It, like you, it was blurry. Like you couldn't tell anything by it. I put up like basically one picture and the rest were just black screen pictures so I was just doing it to see if it got likes when I tell you that profile started to get likes and it's like how how because it was just being pushed out it was just being pushed out and they're random people who will like everything I was shocked so this is what hinge does I've cracked the code if you pay for it you guys or I have talked to a few of my girlfriends if you were on it too much or start saying yes too much, basically Hinge knows you're desperate. It thinks, okay, this girl is in need of a husband. Let's show her nothing, no one. Let's make her look at the bottom of the barrel and make sure nobody likes her back. When I tell you, they will just show you inactive accounts. So you'll be liking people and you won't get any likes back. They do this. It's an algorithm thing. So you want to pay for the plus or so you want to pay more for like, I don't know what the other experiences are, but I know there's way more experience, like uh, expensive ones. They want to do this to keep you on their app to make you pay money for it. If you have the free version, that's what they want to do. And then once you've paid for it, they're like, meh, you've paid for it. We want to keep you paying for it. So we're not going to show you anyone. We're going to give you tiny, tiny little tastes and we're going to rip it away from you. 
first of all, they're geniuses. Second of all, it's so not my vibe. Your algorithm is giving red flag. It's giving red flag on fire. It's giving red flag on fire in a trash can on the Lower East Side. Not a cute look. Not a cute look, Hinge. And Hinge and I are beefing. And I'm going to die on that hill. Hopefully, Hinge turns around and sends me some eligible dinner dates. So if you're not getting likes on Hinge, and I've had girlfriends actually freak out and message me about this, it's not about you. It's got nothing to do with you. It's literally an algorithm. It's an algorithm designed to make you feel this way. How much do you want to bet it was designed by a man? I'm just going to leave that one there. Moving on. Here is the last thing I will say about dating profiles in general. And I remember this back from when I was on Bumble. I'm not on Bumble anymore because I just feel like it's the new Tinder. And I just, I'm not, I don't want to meet Trevor once and never see him again because he's the one who pulls a disappearing act. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't need you to lie about your second wife that you are still married to, Trev. Like, it's okay. Like, I don't, I don't need to do that. It's way too many background checks for me to be looking into. I'm just not, I'm not in the mood. So that's why you probably won't catch me on Bumble. Actually, maybe I need to go on there and have another look. It's been years since I've given Bumble a try. But honestly, that sounds like a lot of work. Bumble, if you want to convince me, give me a call. This is the last thing I'll say about dating apps. And this has been a very long standing thing that specifically has been in LA. So a lot of LA men will put down their job because you know when you put down your job, I actually don't have my job showing. They'll put down their job as CEO. And that stands for Central Ego Office. It is is a lie. No one who is a CEO is putting down that their job title is CEO. They will either put down the company they work for or they'll put down like sales or like e-commerce. If they're really a CEO, they don't put down that they're a CEO. And I hope that gives everyone a big PSA. After Vegan Man, I started talking to a man named Billy. That's his real name. And I said, this is never going to work out because Billy and Lily is just way too close to the sun. And he thought it was endearing. I was like, fine, let me see how Billy plays out. Uh, Billy got very political with me. He got he got very political very fast. And I was like, oh, God, I'm exhausted. Um, and it was, it was political not in a cute way. Not in a way like he cares about the earth or the planet or like the country. Just in a way where he wanted to argue. And I was just like, aren't you tired? But then I remember like, you're a man. You're never tired. Um, how could you be? So... He just kept going and going and going until I said to him, I changed the subject and I said, what, what do you do? Like he, he put down CEO stocks and investments as his job. And he goes, I have stocks and investments. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this guy has like a decent situation going on. Like he doesn't have to work. His money works for him. I was like, that's cool for you. He's pretty young. I was like, I, that's really impressive that you've able, been able to do that. Good for you. And he was like, oh no, I still have a part-time job. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I, I work as a concierge. And I was like, oh, he goes part time. And I was like, OK. So you're not a CEO. And I said that to him. I was like, OK, so you're not a CEO. You don't own a company. He goes, no. And I said, you know, your profile says CEO. And he goes, oh, does it? I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, well, maybe because just because like I'm the CEO of my stocks. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, that's not how that works. I don't know how to tell you this, but you're not a CEO. That's not how that works. And we got into a thing about it. And he was like, do you have a problem with the fact that I'm not a CEO and I don't have a bunch of money? And I was like, I don't care how much money you have. I think some transparency about your job, if you're going to put your job on there, is probably needed. And I just feel like the delusion of thinking you're a CEO is one that I should bring to light. Because when I tell you every single man on their profile, if there was just this one dude saying that, I'd be like, okay, you've got like a weird thing about it. And you look at your life that way and you're the CEO of your money. I'm with it. Pop off. When I tell you every single man puts down CEO and it's like, you're not though. I'm looking, you're not. I have worked with CEOs. I worked for CEOs. I know what a CEO looks like. And let me just tell you, they will do a lot of things to make, especially with men, to make them not look like a CEO, mainly because they don't actually want you to know they have money, especially I'm talking specifically on dating apps because they don't want you to be using them for their money. And the ones who are that really don't care to be used by the money, they're the flashiest things you wouldn't even think to question if they're a CEO because unless they're anadelving you, like they have cash, like they really do. And their dating profile will reflect that. Like it'll be the picture of them half leaning out of the Lamborghini. Like, like someone was taking a picture and caught him getting up. It's like, no, what? no one was just standing there taking a picture of you. The most posed picture a man can do is the one where he's half getting out of a very expensive car with the door open and it's like at night, but it's like somehow well lit and high definition. You don't need to be taking those pictures, babe. If you want to take them for you, support your life. We we don't need them. You don't need to. We don't want to see them. It's okay. Like, we don't need that. I care what car you have at one point. I care that it has insurance. And I care that there's a good liability situation going on in case I want to drive it. But I'm not dating you for that. Uh, albeit, maybe some people are. And that's totally as long as you're honest about it, who cares? But n- not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Not my crowd's cup of tea, if you know what I'm saying. But I'm definitely not judging you for that. I'm just letting you know, guys, you don't need to be taking those pictures. I also like it when it's very obvious. It's like the thing where you take a picture with a dog that's not yours. I have a picture of a dog on my profile that's not mine. But I like point out like not my dog. I'm very open about it. Like I'm not doing that. It's, it's kind of like you're being dog napped on dating apps because you're like what a cute dog he loves animals they're so cute together and then you find out it's not his dog it's his sister's it's his sister's mom's dog and like he doesn't know the name of the dog like it's like that's that was the energy so all I have to say is please please stop CEO fishing us all right we don't need that we don't need that in this day and age we have bigger fish to fry and I'm gonna need you to stop CEO fishing us thank you thank you so much Derek also I played around and I changed my location because the men in L um in LA weren't doing it for me and I changed my location do you want to know what's funny in LA all of them will lie about their height all of them will put their like six four six five and then you meet them and they're like five ten all the men in New York I moved my location to New York they're all brutally honest about their height like they don't have time to lie which is what I find refreshing about New York men I say that (laughs) I say that but the man who most recently lied to me is from New York so maybe I can't stand by that statement completely but I think statistically men in New York are less likely to lie about basics like that because they don't have time 
And that's what I felt. Like all of them were honest about their age. Like five, seven, five, eight, five, nine, five, ten. Like I'm like, oh, we're we're honest about this over here. Whereas I'm looking at the pictures of everyone in LA who's like five, seven, five, eight, five, nine, and they're putting that six foot, five eleven, five twelve. I'm like, that's not a, is that a height? I thought that isn't that just six feet? I don't even know. I'm not even gonna pretend to understand height, but I do know if I have to look up at you, you're tall. Well, actually, no, because I'm five three, so that doesn't make sense. That's my beef on dating profiles. That's just, I, that's my beef on it. Okay, guys, moving on. I know this was like one big fat rant of a um, episode, but I feel like I had to get it out there. And I know a lot of you are listening to this now because I, I told you last week I saw the statistics, the analytics, but I'm sorry. I had to say all these things. I just had to say I had to get it out. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I had to tell someone. I had to tell someone. Anyway, so I have really cool news and I need to share it with you. You know how for the longest time I was just basically telling you all, um, right into the podcast, this is the email. Well, I said to my producer, Jan, I said, Jan, I need a hotline. I need a red flag hotline. I need a flag hotline. Please, can you help me? How do we do this? She goes, I will handle it. Next thing you know, we have a flag hotline. And if you don't know what a flag hotline is, I'm about to freaking tell you. Basically, it is a number where you call in and you tell me your problem. And I'm going to tell you what color the damn flag of the problem is. All right. Is it a burning red flag? Is it go, go, go green? Let's find out. So you can call in to this beautiful number. I wanted a 1-800 number and Jan said she could not do that on short notice. I told her this yesterday, by the way, just for clarification. I told her this yesterday because I was reading all your emails and I wasn't conveying, I feel, the emotion behind it. So while you can still write in if you want to, you can just call in and leave a voicemail, guys. Call me. Beep me if you want to reach me. 626 885-4940. I'm going to say it for you one more time in the back. 626-885-4940. That's 626-885-4940. Call me. Give me the sitch. Okay? Call me in with the sitch. I need to know what's up. Please let me know. I'm going to let you know what color flag it is because that's all I'm qualified to do. I've been coloring flags since the day I could color. So give me a call. Let me know. This week, we're not going to do a thing nobody told you or a color in the flag situation because I ranted for so long. But I will say, I will say, I am actually trial, trial and erroring. That's not right. Trial no, that's I'm trying to figure out if we could maybe do more episodes a week, especially based on how many of them, how many of you there are. I feel like I could definitely rant and talk more in a week. And if you want more episodes in a week than just one, let me know in the in the comments, like in your reviews. Please review, please subscribe so you get notified when a new episode comes out. Please, you know, rate the podcast. It's those little stars you see. Give it a give it five stars. Give it four stars. However many stars you just feel giving it, give it some stars. 
Just do. I don't care. Give it some stars. Jan's looking at me, shaking her head. No, no. <laughs> I'm encouraging bad stars. Give me some stars. Give me some stars. Oh, the looks I'm getting from encouraging bad reviews. Honestly, like I said last week, get feisty in the review section, you guys. Write me a review. Disagree with me. This was a very controversial podcast episode, I'm sure. And I'm sure something I said will get me canceled. I don't know what to say, but... If you're a woman and you're on a dating app and you spent 10 months being lied to by a man, you would be a mess too. Oh God, can you imagine the next person who dates me listens to this? I'm going to have to delete this. This whole podcast has to be deleted, Jan. <laughs> She's looking at me like, we're, we're, we're putting it out there. She's probably going to have to edit it. Well, that's the other thing about this podcast. I make her not edit things out unless I disappear for a long period of time, like walk away from the stand of the mic, which I sometimes do because we recorded my, my place of living right now, uh, because I move around so much for work. So I, Jan sits on a zoom while we record and it's, it's very intimate and she loves it greatly. But if I sometimes walk away for long periods of time, if I need a snack, my blood sugar level drops, it's all over. And she looks at me, she's like, get out of here, come back. And so, yeah, then she'll edit. But otherwise we're pretty home free. I, I, I don't edit much out. I feel like it's the unfiltered, unedited, scary podcast. It's a little scary. That's okay. Halloween's coming up. Buckle up, bitches. Buckle up. I think I might just go as that a buckled up bitch. Anyway, I love you all. I'll see you next week or maybe later this week. I don't know. Jan's looking at me like you shouldn't be saying that yet. Jan, Jan, Jan. I am so excited for you all to listen to this episode and disagree with me or yell at me or agree with me, but please call into the hotline 626-885-4940. I'm super excited to hear from you. I'm going to play the voicemails on the podcast. If you wish to remain anonymous, don't say your name or I will find a way to bleep out your name. I'm trying to keep everything anonymous to keep everyone happy so I don't have to call the cops. Okay, I love you all. Please be safe and don't do anything I wouldn't do. And that gives you a lot of wiggle room. Okay, love you. Bye.